Hey guys, did you ever want to try something that is just distinctively Florida? Or what about the taste of Florida, like the true essence of Florida in a drink? Then you need to try black coral rum. It's like capturing the sunshine state in a glass. But black coral rum just isn't any rum. It's not your average rum. It's actually a celebration of Florida's vibrant culture and history. So with each sip, you're going to be transported back to orange groves, swaying palm trees, and it's going to be as smooth as the sand beneath your feet, whether you're drinking the white rum, the spiced rum, or the black rum. But what really makes this rum special? That's the dedication of the locals who craft it. It's made by those who share a deep love of Florida and only use in Florida ingredients. So if you're looking for something that is distinctly Florida, then look no further than black coral rum. Where do you find black coral rum, you ask? You're going to find it at their distillery in West Palm Beach. Their distillery is Steel Tie Spirits. Can't make it to West Palm? That's okay. Check out their website, steeltiespirits.com. And trust me, you're going to sip on this and you're going to think nothing but Florida. Hey guys, welcome to That Florida Feeling. How is everybody this week? I hope you've had a good week. I hope the weather's been better, or at least warmer. I know that right now Florida's not really participating in winter anymore, and you know what? I'm okay with that. Um, it was like 80 yesterday, and it felt fantastic. I'm just saying. I know that most of y'all are ready to go to the beach, judging by the polls and questions this week. I am right there with you, and you're probably like, well, but you live in Florida. Can't you go year-round? Okay, yeah, but not all parts of Florida are created equal, like I tell you guys. Um, I'm in the northern part again, and we have some cold days, which means that the water's not as warm as, you know, southern Florida. But uh, I feel my beach days are coming very soon. Thanks again to everybody who has interacted with the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok pages. You guys are awesome. I really can't thank you enough. I know I say that every time, and yet every time I still mean it. And I love learning about you guys, so thanks for participating in those polls and questions. Um, it's nice to know that there are people out there like you, like me, or you. <laughs> um, today, I want to talk about a town that you have probably heard of. Um, whether you've heard of it in, in pop culture, or you've looked into the weird, wild, dark, paranormal side of Florida, you've probably heard of Casadega. And I'm going to tell you, when I started looking into Casadega, like, I had heard of Casadega. It's the psychic capital of the world. It's a bunch of mediums. It's a little strange. I was not prepared for where my research took me. I'm not going to lie to you guys. A lot of this information that I found was, number one, really interesting. And two, I don't think I ever understood really what the people in Casadega did until I did this uh, research for this podcast. And, you know, I kind of have respect, a lot of more respect for them um, now. Because let me tell you, I envy people who just do them. You know, they do their life, they are happy, and and nothing's going to bother them. And I feel like that is Casadega. And I will tell you why. I feel that now. Uh, the name Casadega actually comes from the Seneca Indian word meaning water beneath the rocks. Casadega is a small unincorporated community uh, in Volusia County. I'm going to call it a town, but it's really more of a community. Uh, the I'm going to call it a town now. The town is just north of Deltona. Um, so it's towards the 
east coast of Florida on the inside, not on the beach. Um, if you've ever driven I-4 from Daytona to Orlando, you pass signs for Casadega coming down 95 and, or up 95 and going towards 4. You're going to pass it in that area. Um, it's just south of Daytona and north of Oviedo. Uh, it's really, really close to Deltona and the land. And of course, the town is known for being home to many mediums and psychics. In fact, it has the name Psychic Capital of the World. That wasn't just me saying that. That is like its official nickname. So when did Casadega start? Well, Casadega, Casadega is actually a lot older than people realize. Um, the old town actually started as Casadega Spiritual Camp around 1875. The Southern Casadega Spiritual Camp Meeting Association was officially founded by George P. Colby, who was actually from Pike, New York, not even from Florida. I don't even know if he had been to Florida before he established this. Um, Colby himself was a trance medium who, prior to establishing the camp, had been traveling from state to state, giving out readings and performing seances. He was really well-known in, like, the spiritualist community. In fact, he was so well-known, he was often referred to as the seer of spiritualism. Colby had attended a summer spiritualist camp in Lilydale, New York. Fun fact, the town next to Lilydale was Casadega, New York, which is where he got the name for the camp that would become the spiritualist town in Florida. Colby worked with several spirit guides to give him knowledge of what he should be doing, where he should go. Um, and during this time, one of his spirit guides was Seneca, who was a Native American. Seneca had come to Colby during a seance in Iowa, and Seneca told Colby he needed to go south. In fact, he needed to go to Florida. Colby did, as Seneca said, and he eventually arrived in the place called Blue Springs near Orange City, Florida. Colby had said that Seneca had led him to the same place that he had seen in the seance when Seneca had first come to him in Iowa. He felt that this was just the place that he needed to be. Colby officially arrived in Florida in 1875, and on December 19th, 1894, a charter was officially granted by the Southern Casadega Spiritualist Camp Meeting Association. January 3rd of 1895, Colby signed the warranty deed to the association for 35 acres. So the beginning of the camp was 35 acres. And of course, the people who came to the spiritualist camp when it very first started were actually well-to-do, pretty well-educated, and um, kind of were well-rounded. You know, you think when you think spiritual, you think um, kind of in the movement, like the fake seances and all that. No, these people were well-educated, almost really well-known in science, and um, they were kind of respectable. The association later expanded to 57 acres, which is the size of the camp currently. The camp now has 55 homes, uh, and those who reside in the town are a community of spiritual people where they can workshop and work in harmony with these beliefs. They do mostly have mediums and healers who do offer their services from their homes, um, there's a bookstore and also a couple of the things that really help the camp, uh, the people at the camp live there and work and do their thing. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. When I started doing this, I did take a rabbit hole down spiritualism. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it because these aren't just mediums who are just trying to scam people for money. These people truly believe in spiritualism and spiritualism is its own kind of religion. Um, the principles of spirituality taught by the people in Casadega state that spiritualism has no dogma or creed. It is simply a set of nine principles that help guide our lives. 
And the teaching of spiritualism really center around the science, philosophy, and religion based upon the principle of a continuous life. So what is spiritualism? What, what do these people believe in? What is spiritualism? Um, spiritualism is the science, philosophy, and religion based on the principle of a continuous life demonstrated through mediumship. They are considered a science because they investigate, analyze, and classify facts and the manifestation of spirits. So they are solely focused on spirits and how they interact with us and how they manifest and how they uh, interact with the world we see. They are a philosophy because it studies the laws of nature, both on the seen and unseen side of life, and bases conclusions upon present and observed facts. Lastly, it is a religion because it strives to understand and comply with the physical, mental, and spiritual laws of nature, which they do say are the laws of God. So yes, they do believe in God. They believe in God, Jesus, and the Bible. They do not believe in the devil. Because they do not believe in the Savior God philosophy, and they do not embrace the idea of sinning or falling from grace. Um, I want to say what they believe in is almost like karma. They believe in the consequences of one's actions. You do something bad, something bad happens. You do something good, something good happens. Um, this is really the basis of their beliefs. They also believe in heaven and hell, but they don't think of it like most modern-day Christians think of it. They think of it as a state of consciousness. They actually believe that heaven or hell can be experienced here on earth. Which, okay, like, I can I can get behind some of that. Um, they also do not believe in black magic or witchcraft. Uh, that is not part of their beliefs. In fact, if you go to their website, they are adamant that they are not into black magic and witchcraft. Um, but they do hold seances. Seances don't necessarily have to be black magic or witchcraft. Um, you know, the seances are really to interact with the spirits and the dead and to, you know, really, it really helps with that belief of a continuous life. Um, they believe that you are who you are, who you will be, who you always have been. And that doesn't stop just because you, your body dies. They believe you're still out there and you're still you and these seances help you connect to them um the town is full of mediums and they will do readings and spiritual healings readings are done by appointment some do have walk-ins um and they each set their own rate you know they're kind of their own person and each lasts about 30 minutes the readings are meant to be spiritual counselings uh basically meaning that any message that is delivered to you from the medium comes from the higher plane and is delivered to you. They do not believe in spreading fear. Um, they want what is best for you. They do not use tarot cards and palm readings in Castadega. They are very adamant about that as well. They do not believe in using physical uh, physical objects to um, communicate, which makes me wonder if they even use a Ouija board. That wasn't brought up. I couldn't find anything about that on the website. But I, I kind of feel like these are not Ouija board kind of people. Which makes sense if you're a medium or a spiritualist. Um, they do also offer spiritual healing, which is the gift of passing healing energy from one to another. The energy can help bring relief, cures, and heal mental and physical conditions. And they do two kinds of healing. They do a healing by laying upon hands. So the person that needs to be healed will have hands laid upon them. The energy will be transferred. And that's one way of doing it. They also have absentee healing. Uh, which is another means of healing. And sometimes in absentee healing, the person can heal someone without the other person even knowing it. Which, 
I'm not going to lie to you. Absentee healing to me sounds kind of like prayer. Um, of course, I haven't truly studied a lot of spiritualism, so I could be completely wrong. But just upon hearing it, to me, it sounds like prayer. Um, they believe that the body's ability to generate its own healing energy is important in healing, but adding faith, hope, happiness, and kindness can stimulate essential life forces that promote healing as well. So if you go to a, a healing, um, spiritual healing ceremony or uh, appointment, the healer attunes with the infinite intelligence, which is all the intelligence in the, in the universe, and then the person receives the healing as the healer is a conduit for these healing energies to come out of them, flow through them, and into the person who needs healing. Um, you can find both mediums and healers in Casadega. They all have a website page. And in fact, each little person has its own little uh, biography kind of thing. You just click on them and you can get in touch with them and you can make your appointment. Uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. And there's a lot more than I thought. Now, what are the spiritual spiritualist principles that these people live by? Well, there's nine of them. The first principle is that they we believe in an infinite intelligence. Second one, we believe in the phenomenon of nature, both physical and spiritual, are the expressions of infinite intelligence. Thirdly, we affirm that a correct understanding of such expression and living in accordance therewith constitute a true religion. Number four, we affirm that the existence of personal identity of the individual continue after the change called death. And that's where they believe that you are who you always have been and who you always will be. We affirm that communication with the so-called dead is a fact and scientifically proven by the phenomenon of spiritualism. So, they absolutely 100% believe you can communicate with the dead. And some of them do. We believe that the highest mortality is contained in the golden rule. Whatsoever ye would do to others should do unto you, but ye also do unto them. Which basically is the same golden rule that we've heard our entire lives do unto others what you would have them do unto you, uh, which is straight out of the Bible. So, I mean, I can I can get behind that one. Um, treat others how you want to be treated. I get that. I a thousand percent think that's that's how everybody should live. Uh, the next belief is we affirm that the moral responsibility of the individual and that he makes his own happiness or unhappiness as he obeys or disobeys nature's physical and spiritual laws. And that's really where it comes into they don't believe in really, like, the sinning um, part of, like, Christianity. They think that you literally put out good energy, you get good energy. You put out bad energy, you get bad energy. Um, which I can also kind of get behind that. Uh, we affirm that the doorway to reformation is never closed against any human soul here or hereafter. Which basically means that even after you're dead, uh, you can still... Um, have changes, you can still make decisions, you can, um, you can change, you can become better. Um, the last one is we affirm that the precepts of prophecy and healing contained in the Bible are divine attributes proven through mediumship. And they do talk about on their website how some of this is talked about in the New Testament, um, which I thought was very interesting. I think it's very interesting that they have all these spiritual beliefs, yet they do believe in God and Jesus and the Bible. Um, and they do believe that they are divine text. So, Casadega is really a charming town um, that really kind of does its own thing. They do have the Casadega Hotel. They have an auditorium for gatherings. 
the Kobe Memorial Temple. They have a community library, the Caesar Foreman Healing Center. They even have a bookstore, which um, the bookstore is kind of cool if you look into it. They have a lot of information. They also offer tours out of that bookstore. They have a welcome center, which is where you can go to learn if you want to be a member. Um, they have the Andrew Jackson Davis Educational Building that is used for gatherings and musical events. The Colby Alderman Park also calls the town of Casadega home. The Southern Casadega Spiritualist Camp was officially declared a U.S. Historic District on March 14th of 1991, which is where a lot of the mediums and the spiritualists and the healers live um, in those 55 homes that is in that historic district. Now, the Spiritualist Camp does hold workshops, events, and tours. They even have a Casadega Historical Tour, which tells you the entire history of the town, talks about the unusual architecture, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Casadega Architecture, and you will see that it is it is definitely of its own. Um, and they also talk about the spiritual activity, the spirit activity in the town on the Historical Tour. They will also tell you about the energy of the town and give you an insight on spiritualism. Which I think is great. They offer a history tour and they also tell you what they're doing. They're not hiding it. The other tour that they offer officially is called the Encounter the Spirit Night Tour. This uh, tour is given from October 1st to April 30th. And then May 1st to September 30th. Um, so they do take... I guess they do do it year round. I think it's only different because of the time change. So I think it's offered earlier, October through April, and then a little bit later, May through September, um, due to the time changes, so that it's dark outside. And the tour takes you to energy hotspots. It allows you to feel the energy in the town, and they allow you to capture it in a number of ways. Um, they do tell you about spiritualism, mediumship, physical phenomenon, and about just how the energy came to the town and what they do there. Um, they actually encourage you to bring a digital camera, not a, not a phone. They say phones will work, but digital cameras are better. And that really allows you to capture the orbs, the lights, the spirit manifestations, anything going on around you. Um, the tour also takes you through the Victorian area community and into two different historical buildings in the town. The tour is about two hours long. Um, it is a walking tour. They also offer private tours and tour packages if you and your group want to go and explore Casadega. Casadega is also known to be a natural vortex. Uh, natural vortexes occur in other parts of the world, like in Egypt, and I believe Sedona, Arizona is the other one that I can think of right now. And Casadega is known to be one of these kind of vortexes, with smaller vortices in various locations on the ground. Um, they have these vortices on the ground, and they believe that they have developed over time due to the activities that are practiced heavily in the camp or town. Which, I can fully understand that. You do something long enough and it rubs off on not just you, but the community and even, even nature. You can actually join the spiritualist movement through Casadega. They have memberships open. They do hold um, church services and classes and workshops in the town, but the process to become a member involves a lot. It involves classes, mentoring, approved by the board of trustees. You know, you learn to do things. It's very, um, it's very consuming. Um, if you are a member of the spiritualist movement, you are a member of the spiritualist movement. And you are active in this movement. Um, which is cool. It's cool that they allow people to learn about this and to get insight on it and explore another part of the world. Now, yes, Casadega is right out of old Florida and it has a rich history and it is a little bit mysterious. Um, but the biggest draw to Casadega isn't necessarily the folklore from here. 
Um, it is, honestly, the people who are fiercely loyal to one another and their beliefs. And they strictly hold to them. But there's another myth about Casadega. So right outside Casadega uh, is Lake Helen. Lake Helen's a town. And there's a cemetery by Lake Helen, uh, which is a mile from Casadega. And it is called the Lake Helen Casadega Cemetery. And this, this is where people get a dark turn in Casadega. This is where people fully believe that Casadega has some, some stuff going on. After researching, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this anymore. Uh, but in this cemetery is what is known as the Devil's Chair. The Devil's Chair is a large brick chair in the cemetery. And you will hear many, many stories about it. People are no shortage of telling you and they are not afraid to tell you. Now, what is the Devil's Chair? Well, the Devil's Chair has a myth behind it. And the myth is that if you sit on the chair at midnight, then the Devil will communicate with you. He will appear to you and you may talk to him himself. Whether you believe he is in human form or the goat feet with the bifurcated tail or a red guy with horns, whatever. However you believe that the devil appears, he is supposed to appear to you and talk to you. Now, the story also says that if you have a beer with you, that helps because the Prince of Darkness apparently likes to throw a cold one back every now and then. The story also says that if you don't want to sit there and talk to him, but you leave the beer on the chair, it will be empty the next morning. I've seen the story say that some have open beers, some have unopened beers. If it's opened, I can totally believe it is empty due to natural occurrences. If it is unopened, there is some stuff going on there that I probably don't want to be part of. Now, how did the devil's chair get there? Well, the truth behind the devil's chair is actually made up, according to Cassidy historian Louis Gates. And it was actually started by kids in the area. Now, the actual chair itself... It has a much sadder story. Um, it comes from a real-life, heartbreaking, sad story. Um, a man lost his wife suddenly in the 1920s, and he would visit the grave every day, religiously, every day. And as he got older, it was harder to stand for long periods of time, but he didn't want to stop visiting his wife. So he built this chair out of brick and stone next to her grave to rest while he visited her. And he would talk to her, and then he would come back the next day. Well, once this chair got built, the story started. But the chair itself is nothing but a devotion of love to a couple that was pulled apart too soon. The Devil's Chair, although probably a really good myth, has definitely added to the tourism in the area. Um, it is a town full of mediums. You know, be careful of what you wish for there. Um, but I kind of doubt that the Devil's Chair is the only thing out in the cemetery at midnight, especially if it was started by a group of kids. Now, Casadega itself has been featured in many songs and TV shows. It's been the backdrop for movies. It's even got some documentaries. And it's the subject of Ghost Church, which is a podcast by Jamie Loftus. It's a, the podcast is on spiritualism. And he has heavily, excuse me, they have heavily investigated. Because I don't know if Jamie's a guy or a girl, so they. They have heavily investigated Casadega due to being a spiritualist camp uh, within the spiritualist movement. Now, Casadega truly is old Florida, um, and it seems like it's it's truly old Florida because it's kind of rejected the idea of every other city in Florida. Um, Casadega is an unincorporated little community or town. Um, there's there's the nearest Publix is about six miles away. Uh, they don't have a Publix. I didn't see a gas station around there. They have one nice hotel, which is well maintained, not expensive. Uh, the Ann Stevens House is a bed and breakfast that sits just outside of the Casadega Historic District, towards the nearest town, which is Lake Helen. 
uh, which is not that far away. There is a restaurant in the town, but it is closed on Mondays. Um, but the town seems to be just a place of happy people, you know, of spiritual energy and happiness and love. And these people who believe in whatever you put out, you will get back are fully maintaining that. Um, they haven't let a lot into the town to mess up this small patch of happiness that they have created there. And I, for one, think that's amazing. You know, I, I absolutely think that's amazing. I think that they are doing what they love, what they know, what they believe in. And I, for one, applaud that. Um, and you can find it here in Florida. You can visit Casadega. You can take a day trip. Uh, you can drive through. Just please be respectful. If you don't believe it, that's fine. Um, I'm sure that there's something that you believe in that they don't agree with or believe as well. But be respectful. That is their home. That is their town. That is their job. That is their life. So when you go visit Casadega, just keep that in mind. That, you know, this is maybe this is their patch of heaven and their happiness. Don't ruin it just because... You don't believe in it. I hope you guys have learned something fun or interesting about a small town with a huge reputation right here in Florida. I honestly can't wait to actually visit the town. Driven by. Never actually stopped. It's my next goal. Um, if you've been, though, let me know how it is. Message me on Instagram, Facebook. Tell me what your thoughts on Casadega were. Do you Did you feel any weird energies? Did you think it was different? Did you just think it was a strange town? Or did you just not care and it's Casadega? Or did you go see the devil's chair? Let me know what you thought. Uh, no Florida Man this week because Florida Man has been acting up a lot lately. It was hard to choose this time. Uh, and of course, if you saw my Instagram, you know that Florida Woman has been getting, been getting in on the action a lot lately too. Uh, the one I posted, the Florida Woman used a hot sauce bottle as a weapon. I guess if you're in a fight, you gotta do what you gotta do. Thank you for listening uh, this week, guys. I appreciate it. I hope that everybody has a great week. I do want to give a shout-out to a good friend, uh, Paul Gunn. You can find him on YouTube. It's Pastor Paul Gunn. He is a great friend. He is a podcast supporter. Um, he is starting his own podcast, and I hope that you will check him out. Uh, he was very influential in my life growing up, and I have nothing but great things for you know, for this man. So please check him out on YouTube. It's Pastor Paul Gunn. Um, you know, if you're, if you have a second, just please check him out. Uh, also I want to give a shout out to Larry. I did see your review on Apple and I appreciate it. You have no idea what that means to me. I thank you so much for reviewing. Um, yeah. And if you have a second, I do appreciate those reviews. It really does help to get the podcast out two more people. Um, I know I haven't said it in a while, but yeah, if you have a second Spotify review, hit that five stars, Apple hit the five stars. And if you make a comment for whatever reason, it makes it better. I don't know why. Um, but thank you to everybody who has listened, who has participated, who has supported. Uh, I couldn't do it without you guys. I hope you have a great week. And as always guys, that's your daily dose of sunshine. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.